Everybody, we are live. Welcome in to the latest episode of that SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted T and my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What's up, yo, Tennessee Homer? Hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, we've been waiting and waiting for this glorious week here. <laughs> Nothing but SEC games. I could not be more fired up. How you doing, bro? Oh, my gosh. You're right. You know, we were discussing offline, you know, there's no UL Monroe. There's no East Kentucky. It's just SEC football action, baby. Every game is going to be great. And, you know, one of the things I like about it, less games. Yeah, you know, so that you can have you can have a little bit. If you're one of, like me and Mike, we've got multiple TVs going on. And you're trying. It's just sometimes I feel like some of the best games don't get the attention they deserve. They're gonna get it Saturday, Mike. Yeah, shout out. To, uh, we already got people coming in here asking questions. Danny says, "Will Shane's lock win again?" Well, was last week a fluke? We'll, we'll have to wait to see all that one. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I've already got my picks lined up. This one's going to be a good show, Mike, uh, because going through these games, it's it's funny because my idea of the score has changed throughout the week. Oh, I don't yeah. know about you, but, you know. There's, coming one, there's one game in particular, Shane. I've changed it, not the score, but who wins it about six times. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know, man. It's early. They're already begging you, don't lock Florida, feels, don't lock Kentucky. I'm telling you, it feels like there may be some upsets brewing out there too, brother. <laughs> yeah. That could be a good thing, that may be a bad thing, but I, I feel like this separation Saturday, we're going to have some exciting ball games, and then we're going to be talking a different narrative, a different tune. We may even have an emergency podcast on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, we, are, we got Jonathan, shout out Jonathan Bestford. He's watching from England. How about Hell that? Yeah. Big fan. So uh, that's pretty wild that two hicks getting coverage out Top there. Top of the England. morning to you. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, hey, before we get into the picks, we got to let the audience know, as always, Shane, prize picks. Head on over to prizepicks.com, put in that promo code SEC, and they are willing to match your initial uh, deposit up 100%, up to 100 bucks. And why we like prize picks? Daily fantasy. And they got the college football yeah. selections. So I'm red hot on these, Shane. I got last week I gave you four selections. I get mm-hmm. three of them. That, yeah. that gets your money right there. Absolutely. So I got a couple more prize picks for you. And this one right off the top. I know you're gonna love this one. Brock Bowers. Uh-huh. He you know, he he was he was eating up last week. Yeah. Over 0.5 touchdowns. What? And catch this, it's not just receiving. If he rushes, it's rushing or receiving. So any Brock, ba- as long as he's not throwing the damn ball, <laughs> as long as Brock Bauer scores, you hit. I mean, that that's a gimme, right? That would be our luck. He throws two touchdowns this week. <laughs> <laughs> Brock's getting in the end zone, brother. Yeah. And it may be on the ground. It may be through the air. But I, I just feel like, I don't know about you guys, but anybody that's been watching this week, a little sluggish, obviously dealing with some lingering injuries, but it feels like it kind of came out of that a little bit last week. So, yeah, I right. continue. we're going to continue to see Brock. Now, how about this one, Shane? I, I, there's a little double action here. Jaden Daniels mm-hmm. playing at Ole Miss. Sneaky. But I'm going under 61 and a half rushing yards because I think Ole Miss is going to try to keep him contained. Yeah. But a different one, I'm going over – 
half a rushing touchdown. So I don't think he gets a huge rushing total, but I yeah. think he gets a rushing score. That's two different ones, but I think under on the on the 61 and a half rushing yards over on the .5 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. What's your thoughts on no, that? I like that. I like that. Obviously, LSU's got a lot of weapons they can hit, but you know, some are thinking this is going to be a high-scoring game. So you're telling me one of those isn't him walking into the end zone? Come on now. Yeah, and then how about this one? Dane Key, Kentucky receiver, yeah. over 43-and-a-half receiving yards against the Gators. I think he's – I know he's not Barry and Brown. He's not yeah. the exciting one, but I think he's the more complete receiver. Right. And why I really like it, Shane – uh, Barry and Brown, uh, Tavian Robinson, they were all on here. But yeah. Dane Key with the lowest total, 43 and a half. So, I mean, I, I'm confident that all those guys will have – they have to have big performances. But yeah. if there's any one I'm going with, I'm going Dane Key over 43 and a half receiving yards. What's your thoughts I on like that? I like that because this, this feels like a sellout to the run kind of game. Right. Which makes it a quarterback game. So, Dane, a, a Key would be a perfect opportunity here. You're looking at one, I mean, one breakout reception, and then he's got that one. So, yeah, give me that one. And then last one, Isaac, Isaac Tesla, Arkansas receiver. He's kind of breaking Lightning out. Bolt, yeah. Over 39 and a half receiving yards against A&M. Arkansas, even if you think Arkansas is getting blown out, which yeah. I'm not ready to say that, but even if you think that, they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. And KJ's starting to heat up. He's getting, uh, you know, some reps going with these receivers. 39 and a half receiving yards. That feels like an easy over. Let me ask you. Tesla's on the goal line, 100-yard sprint. He's got to get to the end zone. And I'm looking at the same end zone. You see what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I can't go 100. He's going to smoke me. Mm -hmm. Like, how close to that goal line do I need to be? What's that threshold, do you think? <laughs> like, if I run from their 20-yard line, I think I could beat him. I think 20 yards you do? by the time he gets 100. I was thinking 12. Well, shit, Mike, you know? I think I could do good 20. I think at least 20, but I I don't know. I would, I mean, he's fast. I, I, you know, I'm going to go 24, 24 yards. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. Make it happen. I, I Sam, would, get, me, get me out there, and we're going we're gonna to see if I can get 24 yards for he can get 100. I, I'll just be honest with you. If that was a prize picks, I'd, I'd be going, <laughs> going under. Pull a hammy. <laughs> All right, buddy. So we got some games to break down, Shane, and – Again, we're just going in order to the kickoff times. And, I mean, right out the gate, we got one hell of a matchup here, mm -hmm. Shane. And Florida Gators against at Kentucky. And this is the one that I was saying, Shane, that I flipped it five or six times. Yeah, yeah. I got no damn clue. But that's, I mean, I, that's the case for all these games, really, if you want to be honest. Kentucky favored. It was three. It's down to one. Yeah. Kentucky favored by one. Over under currently 44 points over at my bookie, noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on ESPN, nationally televised right after game day. Florida leads the all time series 53 to 20. Kentucky has won two in a row in three of the last five. And last season, Kentucky won 26 16. And how about this, Shane? Billy Napier, yeah, as Florida's coach, he's one in six outside the swamp. So, Mm, who you got, man? Kentucky mm, or I'm telling Florida? And Wildcats pounding them beers early yeah. for this game. They already started. You know, I guarantee you, you got a few of them up there. Ollie, I haven't heard from him in a while. He's probably, probably <laughs> he three sheets Thursday. in the wind. You know, <laughs> so I, I, I love, I love this game. I've loved this game for for many years now because 
it's it's one of those that you it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what record they are it doesn't matter what rank they are you know this is a always going to be a tough fought battle there's going to be some controversy coming out of it i can oh my, i think about the old ankle twist you remember that one yeah uh, a few years back we've got uh it, it's just this this game is a shame that it is at 12 but hey it is what it is i think truly the time does matter I think a nighttime game there in Lexington would have this spread would have been a little bit wider than it is, but this is two teams that match perfectly, you know, right. They both got elite running backs. They both got quarterbacks that have been efficient enough. You know what I'm saying? I'm, again, Mertz has been really nice. He's been a great piece to that offense. And, and I think Leary is starting to, figure it out you know what i'm saying he's starting to come to which you know four weeks in it's about time five going into week five here so i i I really do think that this is going to be a battle between the two quarterbacks and that's that's kind of where i left this like i'm torn man i'm torn because i'm throwing out morristown honda too damn early (laughs) on a saturday but i am like you i have gone back and forth i kept saying you know I love these Kentucky receivers. Man, if they catch fire, like you said, it, there's no way Florida's going to be able to keep up with them. They do have a great defense. They're going to they're be able to stop the run. Yeah. And do, if they stop the run, can Florida move the chains with just Mertz? I don't know. I didn't see it in Utah, but I did see it against Tennessee. So uh, I'm, I'm back and forth. But at the end of the day, I have a little bit more confidence – in the Florida Gators getting a victory Ooh. in Lexington. <laughs> and it's not that I don't tr- trust Kentucky. Oh, big I blue boss is up. Big, he's going <laughs> off the top ropes, man. I, I tell you, I'm usually wrong, so they're probably – they're probably doing uh, jumping jacks up there and cartwheels. Yeah. What was that old saying? You know, <laughs> that's that's probably what's happening up there in Kentucky. But again, man, I have no idea how this game's going to turn out. I just know that it's going to be fun as hell watching. So uh, that being said, I've got Florida winning twenty-one, Kentucky twenty. Ooh. So is this a Honda Morristown? Oh yeah, this is a Honda. Okay, not, not even. I mean, it was no question. It was the last out of all the scores. Yeah. I kept doing this one, and I, I, I can't do this one just yet. And then I come back to it, and I'm like, I just don't know. I mean, that's how good this game is. And I think the biggest question mark I have is Kentucky. Do they do they finally get it all together? Like, if they do, they they can beat Florida. But if they make some dumb mistakes like they had, like they let letting Vanderbilt get back in that game last week, you can't do that with Florida because next thing you know, Billy's going to keep it away from you, and you're down two scores. So, um so that's that's my only concern with Kentucky is I just haven't seen a complete game yet. Man, some great comments, Shane. Uh, <laughs> Christian, shout out Christian. He he, I totally forgot this, but this was the game where you bet on Florida to win at Kentucky, and you lost it. You had to sing the fight song. Oh, that was the yeah. debut of that. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and then you told me I wasn't recording. You wasn't recording. <laughs> yeah. I thought I had to do it again. That was embarrassing. We, we had, uh, I believe it was Nima. It was a while back, but they said, 
stoop's gonna be five twisted t's deep <laughs> you know <laughs> uh some people one another one i apologize i forgot there's been so many but someone was like please god don't run shane we, we need you to <laughs> stop with the running talk so <laughs> not for that i told you i'm not gonna do it i'm not I, the exercise bets are out you know yeah yeah we're, we're, we're like hamburger eating bets now, you know? <laughs> For every point Kentucky loses or wins, I'll eat a hamburger from McDonald's. <laughs> Wait, is that a bet? No, no. no. I don't, well, we, yeah. we're safe. We Sorry, got, I'm trying to get healthy or we, something. We've here. got one. We got one. Stay tuned for that. But, man, you're, everything you said, I agree 100% with you. Yeah, I, Mark Stoops, though, I, I do mean to say this. He's 9 and 3 in yeah. his last 12 at home since last. This, Going back to last season, of course, some cupcakes in there. Yeah. Graham Mertz, number one in the SEC in, in completion percentage. That threw me for a loop. And what I really tried to break this game down, Shane, I always referenced third downs yeah. and red zones. And I was like, this will, this will keep me on, on who's going to win this game. Kentucky, on third down, fourth mm-hmm. best in the SEC in converting. Yeah. Florida, 13th. Big edge Kentucky. And then I looked at third down, Defense, Florida, number four, Kentucky, thirteen. It's the exact opposite. Okay, I'll look at the red zone. I'm, that's a, that's another one I love. Red zone touchdown percentage because that's what's really matter. You get yeah. the red zone, you got to right. score. Kentucky, number six in the SEC in scoring in the red zone touchdowns. Kentucky, uh, Florida, number twelve, edge Kentucky. <laughs> but let's look at the defense. Defense, red zone touchdown percentage allowed. Kentucky. 13, Florida, number four. They're a complete opposite. There's no edge on, on anything that I can see here, Shane. I I have just went back and forth and back and forth. I've read everything. I've watched everything. I've listened to all these coaches all week long. I got no damn clue who's going to win this game. But I have to pick one, Shane, because we got other games, other great games to get into. But this game is going to mean a lot to both these teams. Yeah. I don't think either one of them. Is going to have a great year unless they win this game on Saturday. It's a big one. And maybe I'm wrong. I mean, this these are two great teams. So yeah. there's no shame in losing to a great team. But I just don't know if you can win 10, 9, 10, maybe even 11 games if you don't get this one. I, I don't think you can. Give me Morristown Honda. <laughs> Kentucky 24, Florida Twenty-three. I, I'm giving oh, it to the Wildcats. Yeah, and I like the fact that we're split on this one. Yeah, and I just again that I just think we're gonna have a hell of a matchup here. We're gonna be talking. This may be the first, maybe the first one we want to talk about Monday, like yeah. how good this game was, and and uh, like you said, we got to have a winner, and you have to pick one. And and mine was a little bit more. Just I've seen it, you know. Right. The beating Tennessee Vols was not an easy feat. And, you know, I'm not saying Kentucky's resume hasn't been impressive up to this point, but, you know, I don't think they've truly been tr- challenged, but they will be this weekend. And I want to see how does this team react to that challenge. So they're celebrating in the comments I that I didn't pick them. Oh, yeah. And they didn't get the double cousin curse. <laughs> oh, the double cousin. <laughs> uh, hey, let me ask you, though, what does. Just real quick, what for Kentucky to just steamroll the Florida Gators? What what has to be figured out this week? It's just stifle Florida on the ground. Just stop their running. Because I think Graham Mertz, I, I said it. You know, he's number one in the SEC completion yeah. percentage. He's he's done a hell of a job. He's a lot better than I right. thought. But 
Can he put the team on his back? Ricky Pershaw is a good good player, but I don't know. Kentucky's defense is really good. Yeah. You know, you get you get that crowd involved. You stifle them on the ground. I don't think Florida's got a prayer if they don't run. Right. And that was the problem against Utah. They just yeah. abandoned it. I don't. I have no idea. We'll never know why the hell they they did right. that. But had they not abandoned the run, maybe just they just didn't have confidence in their offensive line that day. They're getting their center back for this matchup. Uh, you know, I I anticipate Florida's going to be able to run the ball. Yeah. But if they if they can't, they got no shot in this game. I got you. Now flip the coin. What is what does uh, Florida need to do to steamroll Kentucky? Um, I think just kind of maybe the defense is not as good as I'm building them up to be. Yeah. Because that's one thing about Kentucky they they seem to stifle overmatched opponents, mm-hmm. and then in these like Tennessee, I, that, that always comes to mind. Hell, Hypo scores on them in one minute every every right. damn time. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know, maybe just expose Kentucky's defense. But I don't think he can expose Kentucky's defense. Yeah. I think they're too good. So I don't think Florida blows them out. I really don't. Yeah. So then there's no scenario where that happens then? I don't think so, no. Okay. All right. Not on the road. Not when they're up there pounding beers already. <laughs> you know what? All right, how about uh, another great one at noon here, Shane. Arkansas. Mm-hmm. A&M. A&M has ballooned up to a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Open at four. Yeah. And this was after, uh, you know, obviously Connor Wigman out for the season starting quarterback, but they do got Max Johnson. Yeah. Over under 53-and-a-half points, noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on the SEC Network. Arkansas leads the all-time series 42-34 with three ties. But A&M won last year on the mm-hmm. double doink. Yeah. And they've won 10 of 11. I mean, they've they've owned them. So, who you got in the series or in the game? Arkansas, A and M. Which camera am I looking at? This one here. All right, here, <laughs> Arkansas. Listen, I'm not locking you. <laughs> All right, I'm not. I'm not. But I will say this: you've had a, you've had a rough couple of weeks. The BYU loss was inexcusable. Shouldn't have happened. Um, I, th- I think you've, you followed that up with a tough matchup with LSU and by God, you went toe to toe with them. And, and I told Mike, you know, three more minutes on the, on the scoreboard, they, you may have won this game. So I thought there was some definite improvement with this, with this ball club, but you're going against a team that's just as good, if not better than LSU Tigers. You're going to Jerry's world, which you all know is a curse to you. You hate that place. I hate that place. Mike hates that place. But you know who doesn't hate that place? Texas A&M. Why? Because they always win. They've gotten better. They killed Auburn last week. They they killed UL Monroe or Lafayette or one of them Louisiana losers down there. You know, they are on a war path. They needed a quarterback spark last week. They got it with Max Johnson. So what in in the right mind thinks Arkansas has a chance in this game? We got Ty on earlier this week with his with his with his hog head and <laughs> but depressing. It was it was like I was at a funeral. Yep. And because you're looking at the gauntlet that you guys got in your scheduling and you see the opportunities you've already missed. Well, Mike. Sam needs a signature win. He needs it so damn bad. And I am proud to say he gets it this week. Upset alert. I've got Arkansas winning. 
27, Texas A&M, 24. Mm. Tell me I'm wrong, Mike. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, you're just wrong about 80% (laughs) of the time, so this should be easy, brother. Uh. I mean, what we got here, we got... We got some people out here saying Max Johnson's a better fit for Bobby Petrino's offense. Mm-hmm. And that's that's saying something, Shane, because A&M's already the number 16 pass efficiency offense in the country. Yeah. All these weapons. You know what I didn't hear? You, you know, Evan Stewart, Anaya Smith, Moose Muhammad, Noah Thomas, Shit. Ruben Owens, yeah. Moss. I mean, Amari Daniels, top 10 SEC rushing, Shane. So many weapons for them Aggies. And, yeah, sure, Rocket Sanders is going to play, it sounds like. But is he 100%? I certainly think not. Otherwise, he would have played last week when they desperately needed him. I don't know, Shane. Well, Max Johnson, someone says, that's a great porn name. <laughs> uh, we got some funny fans here. But uh, that threw me off. But, yeah, I mean, A&M owns this series, Shane. Yeah. It's just Let's call it what it is. Even when Arkansas – Owns the game, they find a way to lose it. Yeah, it's this is what I told Ty. This is their Florida. This yeah, is Tennessee, Florida, just on the west side. You'd have to be a fool to pick Texas A and M to lose this football game. So I'll I'll just get this one out of the way, Shane. But hold on, let me take a sip here. <laughs> Arkansas wins it, Shane. 27-24. Upset special. I can't believe we got the same score, same upset special. But I think A&M goes down. I I really do. I think, uh, again, going back and watching that Auburn game, it's easy to get lulled into you dominated Auburn. Yeah. Well, hell, they they had a quarterback, couldn't complete a forward pass. Auburn, we'll get to them in a minute. They've five power five games in a row. They haven't Mm -hmm. passed for over 100 yards. Yeah. I mean, this is pathetic. Their yeah. offense is garbage. Right. And they were still in that ball game. And I don't know. That was troubling to me. Changing a quarterback, I think that's a little that's I think that's going underreported because Connor Wigman's legit. Absolutely. Now that's not to say Max Johnson. I'm not saying he's bad. Yeah. He's he's probably a top ten quarterback in the SEC right now. So credit A and M for having that kind of backup, but he ain't KJ Jefferson. Yeah. And KJ's heating up getting comfortable in this Dan Eno system. And you're right, they desperately need it to get that bad mojo to to save the season. I think they get it in Jerry World. And uh, hopefully, I know that Ty said we got one more year. Hopefully we never get back in this damn building, you know what? Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, it's the thought process with this game for me, Mike, is, is not that I don't think Texas A&M is the better team. I do. I think roster, roster, remove the names, remove the, the, the teams, and I'm picking a team A or team B. I'm going to pick Texas A&M every single time. But just because they're better doesn't mean they're going to win. Why? Because we've been hurt so many damn times with Jimbo Fisher. I'm just – the Miami one has scarred me. I'm still uncertain when we go into these one-score games to to, to pick Texas A&M just to blindly say – Okay, they're the better team. They're going to win. Well, how many times did we say that last year? How many times have we said it this year? We can. And how many times will we continue to say it until it's proven wrong? So, until it's proven wrong, I have no confidence with 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 Coach Fisher at this moment. Now he's he's earning it. Yeah. But you got to remember, you're 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 basing this off an Auburn game. I I never thought Auburn was good. 
but they made it a ball game. It took a quarterback spark to come in there and win it. Right. So like you, there was no offense on that side of the ball. And to think that we just all of a sudden elevated and Max Johnson is God's gift to football. I'm just not ready to crown him. Why? Because he wasn't crowned to begin with. Connor was, and Connor was doing great. Connor's the one that put all them points on the board when they lost to Miami. Max Johnson wasn't. So can he continue that? I don't know. I think Sam realizes this is one of his few opportunities here to get this fan base back. I think the players feel it. They're going to come out there. They're going to pin their ears back and they're going to live in that backfield. Now, is it going to be close? Is it going to come down the wire? Absolutely. And then when it does come down the wire and I got to pick a quarterback to win it, am I picking Max Johnson or am I picking KJ Jefferson? I'm taking Jefferson every damn time. So that being said, I've got it a close game, but 27, 24, you got the same score. So we're probably, we just, what is it, the double cousin, whatever? Curse the double cousin. Yeah, you just got it. A and M just won them another ball game. <laughs> All right, how about uh, 3.30 Eastern CBS game, Shane? SEC on CBS, mm-hmm. number one Georgia at Auburn. Georgia favored by 14.5 points on the road, mm-hmm. over under 45.5 total points, according to my bookie. Again, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central on CBS. Georgia leads the all-time series 63-56 with eight ties. Georgia has won six in a row. And last season, them dogs won 42-10. Who do you got in the game? Mm, man. What is the oldest rivalry in the SEC? Is that what they, they dubbed this one, right? Yep, in the Deep South. Yeah. Uh, this this – at times can be a great, great football game. And, Mike, I think in the future it will be. But this year, not so much. Again, I don't think that Auburn is there yet. Now, kudos to the game plan up to this point. Obviously, they're working. They're struggling on the offensive side of the ball, but they're not on the defense. They got some scrappy dudes. Yeah. They can stay in these games, just holding on to it and and – finding some way to put points on the board, that's going to win them some games this year, Mike. And, again, I'm still on the boat saying Auburn's going to catch somebody off guard. But it will not be the two-time defending national champs. They are going in a they're, – they're heading straight to a buzzsaw here. Georgia's starting to get healthy. They're starting to play better at the right time. They're kicking in at all gears. Auburn – they are who we thought they are, yeah. and I just don't think that they can hold close to Auburn. And I'm, I'm seeing this online. I love Auburn fans. They're they're passionate. They've had some shitty years, and they're looking forward to the future, and the future's bright, but it's not here. You can't just keep the ball away and try to hand it to Hunter more times and think that that's a recipe to beat teams like Georgia. It's not. Georgia has got too many weapons. They're too deep. So this one's not a game. I've got Georgia winning 35, Auburn 7. Mm. What would it take for you to not, – not saying you're out on Hugh or anything. I mean, no, 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 you, no. You can't be no. after a couple games, right? But what will it take in this game for you to look at Auburn and say, well, maybe they just – because I'm hearing, Shane, that they, may, they got a bye coming up. Yeah. They may switch quarterbacks. I heard Hugh Freeze may take total control of the offense. Yeah. Now, I think that's some speculation, but, you know, maybe they maybe they certainly, I mean, if they win this game, mm-hmm. we'll be singing a different tune. But 
no one's expecting them to win. I don't, I don't think even Hugh Freeze expects them to win. Yeah. But I'm not saying that. But what do they need? What do you need to see from them? Is it a four quarter game? Is it to to show some life on offense? Is it to be efficient? Is it to kind of there because their defense been playing well? Is it kind yeah. of stifle Georgia and get that ground game going? What's it going to take for you to see Auburn in this game and then have some belief that in the second half maybe they can be uh, in LSU, a Alabama, yeah. you know, teams of that caliber? I think similar to the game they were in last week, just the opposite side, they, they need a spark. Yeah. And it's going to have to be from one of these quarterbacks. And, and unfortunately, I don't think it's Thorne at all. I mean, I have not seen anything up to this point that says, you know what, we need to keep rolling with this guy. Right. You know, touchdown Robbie. The thing I love about him is his mobility. Right. And, you know, the old recipe for playing football is get your best 11 out there, just best 11 athletes. And Chase says it's going to take Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah. switching jerseys yeah. it, it's good i mean it's i'm not saying but it similar recipe to what we saw last week long continuous drives it's going to be ugly but if you could do it three four yards at a time you know that's that's your ball game i, I hate when you laugh like that because you know <laughs> i know you got one queued up over there but that's what I'm, I'm thinking that robbie will provide you know if he can get around the edge and get three or four yards Keep the chains moving. Keep the clock going. That's that's okay. Read it. What do you got over there? This is a great one from uh, Jeb Clements. Mike smokes Marlboro Reds in the shower. <laughs> that's a good man, that stash. Is, oh man, we yeah. As soon as we dropped the old shaver thing, man, <laughs> we went to hell, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. But like I said, they so they've not thrown for a hundred yards in five straight games against Power 5 competition. I mean, that's just awful. Uh, Georgia's got the number five pass defense efficiency in the country. Yeah. Auburn's got the hundredth pass offense efficiency. In it. I mean, major, major mismatch. The only hope I feel like is this crowd. We, we're going to have to pull out the tricks, man. Yeah. We got to do some fake punts. Yeah. We got to do fake onside. We got to go for it, maybe on every fourth down, you know, within reason. And we got to get some of them. Uh, we got to hope that uh, Georgia turns it over. That's it. Tur uh, Force turnovers, yeah. Otherwise, uh, I mean, this is going to be an ugly, ugly game. I think Georgia, you know, finally, you know, they're, they're sleepwalking. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. But even South Carolina, when they had them down, then they flipped the switch and they dominated. So right. it may take something like that. You know, Auburn – may jump out to a fast start. But I, I think even that may keep them in the game. But I think this is an easy cover. This is – I hate to say it because this is a great rivalry. Yeah. But this is like the one game where, like, I'm not that excited about this weekend. Just because yeah. I am so confident that Georgia wins and wins big. But I, I've also been the one saying Georgia shouldn't be number one because I don't think they've earned that. Maybe they go a step towards that. This week, yeah. going to a rowdy environment, national television, and shutting down them Auburn Tigers. Give me Georgia 38, Auburn 13. So I think they have a little bit more success, Auburn does on offense. Yeah. But it's, I mean, you're going to have to, you're going to have to hold Georgia. Yeah. You know? I think that's my concern. It's like, how, how can I say they'll have success against Georgia when they didn't have success against AM? Right. Or fuck, freaking Cal, or, you know, it's just, 
I, the offense just ain't there, but the defense is. And like you said, it's it's going to take an absolute miracle just to keep this thing close. Um, you know, it's a shame that this is the 330 because this should be 330 games in the future. But this week with, you know, the the, the noon games alone, I could have picked either one of those would have been a better 330 slot. But, right. uh, but who knows? Crazier things have happened. I mean, remember South Carolina going down there and whooping up on them. So it, it may be. Oh man, what if it did happen? You know what I'm saying? Could you imagine the wheels falling off? Uh, so yeah, uh, miracles happen. <laughs> Not that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about this one, Shane? Number 23, Missouri. They're ranked now. Yeah, 13 and a half point favorite at Vanderbilt. Over under 54 and a half total points. Four o'clock Eastern, three Central on the SEC Network. Mizzou leads the all-time series 10-4 and one tie. Mizzou's won three in a row. But last season, mm-hmm. just a 17-14 game. And a little update, uh, Clark Lee recently, I think this was today, said game time decision for A.J. Swan, and we're hearing he may not play. So uh, I think it's going to be Ken Seals. Yeah. who He's got some experience, so it's not like they're just throwing some guy out there that's that's never played, but that's – I don't know. Is that maybe that's a good thing because AJ Swan's been turning the ball over, but yeah. also for Mizzou, Shane. Drink says Brady, Brady Cook obviously, and Luther Burton questionable. So, I think they'll play, but yeah, maybe not. I don't know. What th- thoughts on this matchup? Well, you, you can't look past it. You can't look yeah. past this. You one. can't. Yeah, you can't. And I. I was about to ask you, this ain't they're not playing LSU this week, you know, because <laughs> I've heard more LSU Mizzou talk than I've heard any. I have there's a few guys. Uh shout out to my boys out there in, in Nashville drinking it up, wanting to know if we're gonna grab a beer with them. We're a little bit further further east, unfortunately, Mike. But I, I Mizzou just can't get caught looking ahead. And that's they've got it. They're top twenty five now, roughly so. They should be ranked even higher than that, but you think this this is the game, though. I keep saying that every week. This is the game that sneak up sometimes, and they they ruin they ruin a season. I mean, nothing. It's one thing to potentially lose to LSU or another Georgia or something like that, but to a Vanderbilt team when you're undefeated, yeah. there's no coming back from that. Everyone will talk about it. Everyone will remind you the first. Four or five games that you've had this season, nobody gives a shit. They don't because you lost to Vanderbilt. So these boys need to be dialed in. I don't know who's quarterback. I hope Luther's going to be there. I would imagine that he will be. So just go out there and do the job. Go shut this team down, put some points on the board, and I expect that to happen. But I will say this. Mizzou has made every game stressful for me yep you know every single win has not just been a win it's been a wait we're leaving the back door open again kind of win and i'm afraid that's what happens with the spread i don't think mizzou loses but i think vanderbilt sneaks back in there in the points and i've got mizzou 28 vandy 17 hmm somehow i Predicted you that exact score. That's Did you weird. really? Yeah. <laughs> Golly, man, we are too like dialed in. I'm like in, a man. witch right now, or something. Yeah. I have that written down. I don't know why. Now but that we uh, live next to each other. We're sharing <laughs> scores. 
Man, I th- and I thought you were Mizzou Shane here. You you got yeah Vandy getting back into it, but mm, interesting. And and I think this is this is gonna be a true test, Shane. I really do, because Mizzou. The one thing we don't know about them: how will they handle success, mm-hmm. and how? I mean, you're right. I mean, I. It's impossible for me to believe it's not seeped into that locker room that LSU game. Yeah, because that's all we're getting. Asked yeah. about well, all these Mizzou They're fans pissed that it's at noon. Right, and, yeah. right. It's all about LSU. How do they handle that? I think that's a real test this week with guys banged up. I realize Vanderbilt's got guys banged up too, but this feels like a must-win for Vanderbilt. You played them tough. Hell, you lost by only three <clears throat> at Mizzou last year. Right. I realize different teams to an extent, but I don't know, Shane. I think this is a four-quarter game. And maybe I'm saying it just because Brady and Luther are a little banged up. Brady, by the way, leads the SEC yards per attempt, 10.73. So if he's not in the lineup, they've been dying for Sam Horn. They yeah. may get him, and he yeah. he may not be as good as Brady could. You know, we'll find out on Saturday if that's the way it plays out. But uh, I'm not feeling good about this one, Shane. I, I really am not. Now, I'm not – Gonna be that guy and say, yeah. <laughs> "Who's going down? Watch it, blah blah blah." But it wouldn't stun me. Yeah, wouldn't stun me either. So, I like Mizzou to win, but I like Vanderbilt to cover. Yeah, give me Mizzou twenty-four, Vanderbilt thirteen, and it's this is more about the look ahead. This is more about LSU. Yeah, this is about all that having to go on the road first SEC matchup. Um. Yeah, I'm, I I don't know. I think now if they blow their doors off, yeah, look out, buddy, because yeah. I may be picking them to beat LSU. You know what I mean? If if they're that locked in for Vanderbilt, I I'll be singing a different tune. If they told you right now that Sam Horn's the quarterback and Luther is out, what's your score? Probably, God, maybe like seventeen to thirteen. 13 even, yeah, even real tight, 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 tight yeah. game. Yeah. But thank God we got the thicker kicker, man, because <laughs> yeah. he'll boot that bad boy. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, he's dialed in. So no, yeah. I, I'm. I still think it's going to be a great, great game. I, I kind of like how that drink started it last week with the onside, just to kind of get that spark. Because again, right, games like this you need that. So I hope this, uh, this first drive that's scripted is is going to have. They're going to take a downfield shot. I just feel like it. So right, just something to to electrify this this crowd. So. Uh, it's going to be a hell but of a match. I also think, you know how we or always... Or Vanderbilt. It's, we, it's in, it's it's in at Nashville. Vanderbilt. Yeah. You know, we always give Vanderbilt shit for not having fans and all this. I think sometimes that can affect the away team, too. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, shit. Well, I'm used to a packed house, 60,000. Mm-hmm. And if it's a low, no one there. Like, I think that's part of what got Kentucky yeah. last week. You and know, out partying in Nashville all night. Right, right. Yeah. So I, I think that can be a distraction both ways. I really do. Cranes moving around and everything. <laughs> <you know? laughs> All right, buddy, before we uh, continue the show, we got to let the audience know, of course, we're brought to you by MyBookie. Head on over to MyBookie.ag today. Put in that promo code, that SEC. That's the number one way to help the podcast grow is by signing up for a new account over at MyBookie.ag today. And if you use that promo code, T-H-A-T, SEC over at my bookie and you sign up for a new account, they're willing to match your initial deposit up to 50%. So, uh, and, and up to a thousand bucks. So you could have 
$1,500 in your account today if you put in 1000 over at mybookie.ag today. And not only college football, NFL, um, Major League Baseball, NBA, they got it all at mybookie.ag. Uh, proud to be partnered with them once again. And, Shane, all they got to do is fade our picks. Just fade it. Just fade it. What, one and eight? Come on now. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're also brought to you by Game Time Sidekick, Shane. That's who inspired that Arkansas Yo. upset that's going to happen on Saturday. Head on over to GameTimeSidekicks.com. Their promo code for is SEC. Very simple. Get you 20% off your entire order over at Game Time Sidekicks. We got Tennessee, Arkansas, Mizzou, South Carolina covered up on the set here. We promise you, you will not be disappointed. And before long, we're, we're going to have the entire collection yeah. of Game Time Sidekicks. So we really do uh, value this product. We promise you will not be disappointed with your Game Time Sidekicks. And don't forget that promo code at checkout, SEC, for 20% off your entire order. And we're also brought to you by Rogue Shop CBD THC Delta 9. Get on it, guys. RogueShop.com, same promo code, SEC. They're willing to give you... 25% off your entire order today at rogueshop.com. And that's only for this week. Then it goes down to 10% free shipping on orders over $100. They sent us over a care package. And let me tell you, Shane, my <laughs> nights have never been better. So head on over to rogueshop.com, promo code SEC for 25% off your entire order. Please help the podcast stay independent. Don't let us get gobbled up by one of these greedy corporations. You do that by taking advantage of these sponsorship opportunities. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch. 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. All right, Shane, so... Marlboro Reds. We know what you've been smoking in there. <laughs> LSU, number 13. Yeah. At Ole Miss. Now, this, this is the most befuddling point spread of the... I don't get it, but LSU favored by two and a half. I think it should be like 14 and a half or something, it's, the way they've been playing. So, know. Vegas knows something. The, I know. These are the games where they, they know. They always... Hell, most people know better than us, but Vegas really knows better than us. Over under 67 and a half points. So they're anticipating a shootout back and forth style game. Six o'clock Eastern, five central on ESPN nationally televised. LSU leads all time series 65 to 41 with four ties. LSU has won six of the last seven. And last season, they beat Ole Miss 45 to 20. And that was when Ole Miss was undefeated, top 10 in the country. They just pantsed them there in Tiger Stadium. Thoughts on this one, Shane? Who's getting it done? LSU at Ole Miss. Well, you know, I, I keep I want to give Ole Miss the edge, but they can't find that rushing attack for some reason. Yeah. And it drives me nuts because I feel like if this team had the rushing performance they had last year and the way that Dart's playing this year, they may be undefeated. And they're not because they couldn't 
couldn't quite figure it out. The Vegas thing has got me crazy because you're right. right. They, they got this as a coin toss almost. And so then you're, you're at, you start questioning yourself. Well, is this the seesaw LSU from last year? You know, the, the ups and downs and ebbs and flows, you know, do we going to get the Florida state showing here? Are they going to come in there big, bad and cocky? And then all of a sudden drop it, you know, there's always that opportunity there. And, and if this gets to a shootout, which team am I, Am I leaning more toward? I would I would lean toward LSU, but I'll tell you what, man. Lane's never had really any pressure in Oxford, but he's got it now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could tell, but there's a lot of upset fans out there. There's a lot of upset media, yeah. and uh, they're, they're out there saying, hey, man, the shit talking's over. Talking season's gone. It's time to put up or shut up. Yep. So I'm not saying that Lane's going to lose his job if he loses his game, but he could definitely win that fan base back if he does. But if he doesn't, they're done for this year for the for they're winning done. the West. They are done, man. What game? I mean, you if you lose to LSU, you lose to Alabama. I mean, what game? You you're going to get happy you beat Texas A&M. Are you? Or maybe Georgia. I mean, I mean, I mean the Egg Bowl, I guess. Yeah, the Egg Bowl. But again, are you? You're, you're going to be looking at the season that got away because a lot yeah. of people had this penciled as the year that Ole Miss takes the step forward and starts hanging out with the big boys. And think of it like this too, because they paid a lot of money these boosters mm-hmm. to get Kiffin extension, yeah. and they paid a lot of money to, to help NIL. And yeah, what is their response going to be, Shane? If we come out here and lay an egg and we go, you know, eight and five again, yeah, or, or seven, seven and six, or or something terrible, we're, and I mean, I get it. It's the West is tough, but you just can't lose time and time again. They're not going to keep paying. They're not going to keep paying your nil yeah. dollars. And I, I just don't think I love Kiffin's antics. Yeah. I really do. I do too. But you can't do that shit yeah. if you're not winning. Because yeah. it ain't cute anymore. Yeah. Win a damn game, and then you can troll all you want. But until then, put the damn phone down. Hell, he was trolling an hour, you know, leading up to the Alabama game. Mm-hmm. And that's going to come back and bite him in the ass, old Lane Whiffin. You yeah. know what? <laughs> that's I'm it, just saying. Well, and I got the I got the old Miss Blue on, you know. I'm I'm feeling <laughs> I'm feeling the upset in the air and and you know, I think it's time. I think it's time that old Miss pulls off the signature win that we need to see. Okay. It's due. It just ain't happening this week because LSU (laughs) is going to beat the brakes off Ole Miss, brother. I've got Uh, this one not even close. It wouldn't surprise me if Ole Miss doesn't score first, kind of like they, you know, know, looking good like they did against Alabama. But then all of a sudden – when we get later in this game, that competitive depth's really going to matter, and LSU's just bigger, badder, and deeper. So give me them LSU Tigers, 38, Ole Miss, 24. Why do you hate the Rebels and Lane Kiffin? <laughs> yeah, why do I hate Lane Kiffin? <laughs> you got a minute that we might have to do another show, Mike. <laughs> I don't hate Lane Kiffin. I, I really I'm don't. Just and, and I want them to succeed. I want there to be, I want there to be chaos in the SEC. I want new teams to emerge and be the top dogs because that was what was promised to us when we got the transfer portal. That's what was promised when we got the NIL. This was equalizers, right. this, and you're starting to see it. But unfortunately, you're seeing it in other conferences for some reason, and not in our own damn conference. 
this is this is the time. This is time for Ole Miss to to to. You're there. You've got talent. You have a roster that can beat the LSU Tigers. But I'm just not convinced that Lane Kiffin's convinced they can do it. Now, let me flip it the other way, though. Could could we sit here and argue that maybe they got they certainly got humbled against Alabama? Mm-hmm. Maybe that locks in Kiffin. Maybe that locks in some of these players. Uh, Jackson Dart, I think he had a lot on the line to prove that he was a big-time quarterback last week. And not that he played poorly, but it goes back to what you said. They can't run the ball. Yeah. And when they can't run the ball, the whole operation there in Oxford doesn't work. Right. That's paramount to everything. But, hell, I don't think Spencer Rattler's got a running game. It ain't hurting him. Uh, Jane Daniels, of course, they, they're picking up now. But K, K.J. Jefferson, I mean, these elite quarterbacks can take over a game. Yeah. So, he was unable to do it last week. Maybe he can do it this week. He's going to have to going up against Jane Daniels and that LSU offense. But maybe that's a humbling experience. Uh, Ole Miss has been down a number of weapons. Yeah. Trey Harris, receiver. We still haven't seen Zachary Franklin, the transfer from UTSA. We we got a taste of Trey Harris. He was a guy that scored four touchdowns in the opener. Yeah. Looked red hot. He's been banged up ever since. They got pre-scoring the tight end back, and, and he started to make plays against Alabama. Judkins getting closer and closer to being 100%. Is it possible we put all these pieces together and we start living up to the hype? And and maybe that's what Vegas is seeing. And, and hell, LSU, for, for all the great things you said, and, and I agree with 100% of it, 115th pass defense efficiency in the country. I mean, Arkansas went up and down the field yeah. on them at home. Maybe Ole Miss can find some success there. He's Jackson Dart is number two in the SEC, 10.64 yards per attempt, so he's capable. Yeah. Any chance that, that you're underselling the Rebels and, and that they kind of put it together and, and they can make us a competitive ball game? Yeah, yeah, there is. And, you know, because even last week they had moments, but, you know, I kept scratching my head saying, hey, man, we're wasting plays running here. Right. Obviously, they're selling out for it, and you're going to have to win with Jackson Dart's arm. And and he has shown the ability to be able to do that. They got playmakers out there. So does I, I will say this. I think one of, the, one of the other contributing factors to potentially winning this game is home field advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that – I keep seeing retweeted out there as the student sections growing, this thing sold out, you know, LSU say what you want. The only Mississippi state is a tough place to play, yep. but not early and not when you're, you just steamrolled right out of the gate. It, it definitely took the wind out of the sails down there. Yeah. But other than the Florida state game on a neutral site, I didn't really see a home field advantage yet. And the most rattled LSU game I saw was when it was loud and the Florida state fans were, were on top of them. So how does that mm-hmm. affect Daniels moving forward? So yeah, be loud. I, I think the crowd noise is going to have to be part of this. Yeah. Well, I said all those nice things, Shane, to say <laughs> LSU's going into, yeah. <laughs> but I do think it's going to be a lot closer than you. I just, there's these games, Shane, where the lines don't make sense, and they always know, and I never do. So yeah. I like LSU. I even like LSU to cover, but I confidence level one out of ten for me. Give me LSU thirty three, Ole Miss thirty. So a, a three point ball game. Maybe a completely different story if this was in Tiger Stadium. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, but again, it it would be such a big win. 
yeah. for for Ole Miss if they can because you're still in it, you know. All these teams are still in it. LSU's not lost to an SEC opponent, mm-hmm. you know. Ole Miss has lost to one, but if they beat LSU, we're sitting there. Alabama could lose. I mean, what, what happens in this scenario, Shane? I mean, this would be wild. So Bama just beat Ole Miss. Yeah. Ole Miss turns around and beats LSU. Mm-hmm. LSU turns around and beats Bama. And then, <laughs> you know, what I'm I mean, A&M will probably lose somewhere. What, what if they all have one loss? That's the you chaos know what I mean? we want. That's that's the the Saturdays we want. And and the Saturdays of one or two teams just just beating the shit out of everybody is kind of going away, you know? And I love that. Some right. people don't. Like, you know, LSU fans don't like that. Alabama fans don't like that. But us SEC fans love that because that means – the season doesn't end in September. It continues to go into October, and they just right. they just claw and scratch and try to get into the SEC championship. So right. you win that one, most likely going to a college football playoff. So, Yep. Well, thankfully, I mean, there's tradition, there's history, but thankfully this is the last year we're, yeah. we're east and west because it, it, it's just so foolish when, like, Georgia's got the east locked up on October 30th. Yeah. Or Bama for dec- for a decade did. Yeah, it's it's not good for the sport. It's really not. Well, speaking of Bama, <laughs> number twelve Bama shade on the road at Mississippi State, fourteen and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. Alabama is on the road over under forty six and a half points. Late game, nine o'clock Eastern, eight Central on ESPN. Alabama leads the all-time series 85-18 to with three ties. We need to get rid of these yeah. ties. They always screw me up. Alabama, though, they won 15 in a row. Uh, last year they won 30-6, to and they've won by at least 24 points the last five years. So who do you like in the matchup, Alabama at Mississippi State? You know, it's funny. I thought I had Mississippi State figured out until they went to Columbia. And now I'm like, wait a minute, they've – Figured out they got Will Rogers back there. So what does that look like moving forward? I think you're going to need him. You're going to need him to air it out and be that vertical threat that w- that we've seen in years past to, to beat a team like Alabama because it's going to come down to simple math. Who can put the most points on the board? Alabama does is – I'm not expecting a high-scoring game here. I'm expecting Alabama to try to suffocate them on defense and get two or three – possibly four good possessions and walk away with a victory. That's what I think the recipe is here for Alabama. So this is a sneaky good game, Mike. Yeah. This is out of all the ones that you're like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, we may be looking Saturday night at this one saying, oh, my gosh, it's coming down to the final drive here. Mm. And if Alabama doesn't score, we're going to have the biggest upset in uh, Mississippi State's <laughs> history. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, 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 this would be a monumental win. But I think Alabama is just too damn strong. It's I can't bet against them I, right now. I just feel like they've kind of woke up a little bit. They are who they are. They're going to not quite bully ball, but they're going to just pound the rock. They're going to let. They're going to take a couple shots downfield, and more importantly, they're just going to try to suffocate and destroy Will Rogers. That's what it's going to come down to. So. Do which odds am I leaning more toward? I'm leaning a little more toward Alabama. I don't like them to cover the points though. So give me Alabama twenty eight, Mississippi State sixteen. Ooh, God, 
People think I hate Bama. And it's 21-16 going into the fourth quarter, and we're like, whoa, <laughs> it's close. <laughs> Do you see, don't you see something like that happening? Well, I mean, we got Will Rogers going last week. Yeah. That was at Moore, South Carolina, who I was told they, they were expecting to run. Yeah. They just – they waited till they got to 500 passing yards before they adjusted. That's that's what I've been told all week by yeah. Gamecocks. We'll get to that game in a minute, but you know it, it did. It looked like old Will Rogers, but the problem, Shane. <laughs> as good as Mike Leach, we loved them. Yeah, the one team he had no answer for was Bama. Right. I mean, I just said they won the last five years by at least 24, and some of those by like 40, 50 points. So. Uh, yeah, obviously this is, this is a mismatch of talent that, that goes without saying that's breaking news right there. But in Starkville, I just love the fact that we, that Mississippi state after getting creamed by LSU went on the road, made some adjustments and it was a four quarter ball game against South Carolina. Cause that tells me that this team is fighting. They're fighting for their coach. They're fighting for their quarterback. I think they can mix it up. I think they can make it ugly. And I, for the life of me, Shane, and we already got we got people in the comments, Shane. They're calling yeah. me by my full name. It's like my mother's like yelling at me. You know what I mean? They're like Michael Bratton just hates Alabama. Well, no, it's just that I've watched them, Shane. That's what, that's what it is. I've watched them. And Jalen Milrow, tremendous athlete. Yeah. He's the most electric playmaker they have. Yeah. But that ain't gonna get you far when your quarterback is your is your only playmaker right and that's where alabama's at so keep him in the pocket don't let him run i don't think mississippi state's got the athletes to run with him anyway so if jalen milrow runs wild in this game yeah they're gonna blow him out yeah keep him in the pocket make him beat you with his arm now he's got a hell of a deep ball and (laughs) rattler deep balled the hell out of mississippi state so maybe that's a bad argument but i think that's the only chance to succeed you get that offense going a lot more balanced. They got to figure it out in Mississippi State. They're, they they want to be too run heavy. They want to be too pass heavy. We got to get it balanced. That's the only way to attack this Alabama defense. Because I I do think for all the praise that Georgia get, and maybe Georgia's got the best defense in the SEC, but I think Alabama, yeah. their defense is playing better. So I, right. I give that edge to Alabama right now. So this is a hostile environment. It's a night game. We were talking about it earlier this week, Shane. They're going to be sitting in that hotel all day thinking about this damn game. Yeah, I think that favors Mississippi State. You want to talk about pounding some beers, brother? I mean, they're <laughs> going to, they're going to be pounding them for uh, eight hours before yeah. kickoff. You know what I mean? So, I'm I'm there with you. We we got a similar score score. I'm going Alabama twenty eight, Mississippi State twenty one. Yeah, I think it's a one score game, just like you four quarter. And I want to pick Mississippi State, but I'm already like the biggest yeah. anti-Bama guy. I can't go you that. Know, it, That's a step too far. Well, you know it, kind I mean? of, it kind of feels like the Mississippi State-Georgia game last year. You know, at half, I think it was a one-possession score. You know, it was it was tight. Now, granted, Georgia came out and put them to bed, but there was a moment in that game where like, hey, we're hanging in there. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's a balanced attack. 
it, we've got to see Mississippi State cannot rely just on one aspect of the game. They cannot just be a throwing team. They cannot just be a running team. They have got to be a balanced team that can shorten this game yeah. or they're going to get blown out and limit the possessions that Alabama has. You do that, you've got a shot here. But you don't do that going three and out, which they have done in the past. So – I'm worried about it because this is like one of those games like I could say, oh, I could see it being close, or I could see it just being an absolute bloodbath. <laughs> and and you know, that's oh is there any is there any I guess hesitancy on you that last week was the wake up call against Ole Miss and that 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 kind of like revitalized because I'll tell you what, man, they were celebrating that was a big win yeah. for that locker room. Is there any chance that we just see this kind of propel them back to that national champ talk? Bama? Yeah. No. No? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I still think yeah. they're going to lose three, two, three more games. I don't oh, think they're yeah, in you consideration. Do Bama. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I've been working on it for a whole month now. How we're, many wins is it going to take? We're, si- we're sitting here saying it's going to be a one-score game against Mississippi State, who I think is the worst team in the West. Yeah, but we're wrong 90% of the time, <laughs> well, that's Mike. That's true, you know? too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. The game people in the comments have all been waiting for. South Carolina at number 21, Tennessee. Vols favored by 12 points at home. Over under 63 and a half points. 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on SEC Network. Tennessee leads the all-time series 28 to 11 with two ties. But South Carolina won last year, 63-38. I don't know if you heard that yet, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest win for South Carolina in this series. The last eight have been tied 4-4, four to four, have, have gone each way. So mm-hmm. uh, very competitive series. South Carolina, Tennessee. Who's all them, the big Tennessee homer going? All them viewers back home like, wait a minute. Shane hasn't, Shane hasn't done his lock yet. <laughs> There's only one game left, Mike. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because this game, out of all the games, is the only one that I have truly lost a lot of sleep over. I mean, well, Florida. Now, right. To be fair, this year, Florida, that one hurt because I had to walk. But but I, I will say, prior to that, all offseason, I've been thinking about the South Carolina-Tennessee matchup, the revenge game. I could not wait to get their asses into Neyland so we can just spank them in front of all their fans. We got the dark mode in in effect here. Yeah. We've got, a, what, 11 points? Is that what it is? 12 now. 12. Not enough, Mike. Not enough points is what I'm saying because these guys, just like me, have been thinking about them Gamecocks all summer long. Hopple's been thinking about them Gamecocks all summer long. Beamers, Beamers already making excuses. Oh, my, my linemen are injured and oh, blah, blah, blah. Somebody's eating chili dogs over there. He's already planting the little seeds. So he say, we will, if we were at 100%, maybe we would have beat the Tennessee Volunteers. Now, to be fair, Spencer's been really, really good up to this point. In fact, I would venture to say he's been the best quarterback in the SEC. Very efficient. Very efficient. Not the best record. Again, they've had two losses, North Carolina and Georgia. We've all watched them, but they went toe-to-toe with the two-time defending national champs, and they did that because they arguably have the best 
quarterback wide receiver combo in the country. Yeah. So that worries me as a volunteer fan. That worries me because I've been here before. We've all been here before. We've been kind of negative. I don't know about you, Mike, but I've been kind of a, a negative all, you know, this entire season long because, you know, we say, well, he, the South Carolina secondary is garbage. You know, we Joe Milton's going to air it out. Well, Austin P's secondary is garbage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. Florida, some of them have said our, our secondary is garbage. Look what happened there. So we have played teams that were supposed to be victories, and we find a way to screw it up. And last week, yeah, did we have a big win against UT? What what is they UTSA? Yep, something like Texas that. Texas San yeah. Antonio. I'll never know that school again. You know, I'll never. I don't want to learn any more about San Antonio schools. You know, but I will say this, Mike. Even in that game, there were moments that I was throwing my damn remote across the room. I was throwing my Joe Milton cup around the house because I saw bits and pieces on why this volunteer team is going to find ways to screw up games. Yeah. So I'm talking a lot, Mike, but I'm going to get down to it. Before you do, I mean, we got... Yeah, we go got, ahead. We got Vols just like throwing up on themselves. Do not lock us Baby. up. Shane. We've been thinking about it all year long. I, I've never been so confident in a game lock in my life. I can't. I'm one and oh. Yep. I'm not one and eight. I'm one and oh. And you know who got me to one and oh? South Carolina. Yep. By half a point. <laughs> and people say Shane wields power by putting his locks down. Well, let's find out. <laughs> I'm putting a lock on South Carolina, baby. Come on now. <laughs> Go Cox! Oh, what's what's your score there? Oh, close, man, close. I got this thing. I couldn't more stand Honda two of them. So thirty one, South Carolina, Tennessee, twenty eight. Oh. There's no way Tennessee wins this game, guys. Is there? Lock it. I mean, they're man, they're celebrating in the comments section right now, Shay. They are fired. Let's see up. how much power I have. <laughs> Let me tell you something you didn't reference there, Shane. Yeah. We had a long time to think about this one, yeah. Shane. I'm going back and forth and back and forth. And man, I just can't get over a couple stats here, Shane. Okay. Tennessee, number four rush efficiency in the country. Oh, my God. They're so good. South Carolina. Rush defense? Garbage. 105. Joe, Joe Milton, a... he may not even need to complete a pass in this ballgame, Shane. Dylan Sampson, yeah. 7.37 yards per rush. Mm. Number one in the SEC. Yeah. You know who's number two, Shane? Jalen Wright. Jalen Wright. Right. 6.93 yards per rush. You know who's number seven? Jabari Small, Shane. <laughs> 6.14 yards per rush. Three of the top seven rushers in the SEC, are on Tennessee's roster in yards per rush. Tennessee is going to run all over their ass, Shane. This is a night game, dark mode. They've been thinking about it. They hate Beamer. I love Beamer, but they hate Beamer with everything in their heart. I don't get it. I think he's fun, and I, I love the videos. The kids love them. Uh, but it ain't going to be his night, Shane. Tennessee, 48, South Carolina, 
24 lock of the week. It's going to be an ass beaten. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's even a competitive ball really? game. I think Tennessee that... runs them off the damn field because like... South Carolina ain't got a defense, man. They, they couldn't stop Mississippi State. We saw them against LSU. They couldn't do a damn thing. Yeah. They went up and down the field on them. They made North Carolina's quarterback look like the number one pick in the NFL draft. And then once Georgia woke up, they just blew their doors off too. No juice wells. And I get it. Rattler, red hot, greatest quarterback. He's you know, he's number one pick now. You know what I heard? I, I ain't buying all that bullshit, Shane. Well, so give me Tennessee. That's 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 a hell of a spread there, Mike. That's a hell of a spread. And and when you're looking at twelve points, you know, even if you think Tennessee's gonna win, to think they're gonna win by more than twelve points, you're crazy. I you're crazy. It's a terrible bet. Even I, if, I almost even pulled a cousin thought, Shane when I saw that line. I said, was that first half? Is that, is that the spread <laughs> yeah. for the first half? Because that, I don't think it's enough. Damn, how confident are you, Mike? You going to put some money on it? I am so confident. Come on now. That cousin Shane and I are willing to bet a Duke Mayo Bowl <laughs> Beamer style <laughs> dump on our head. If South Carolina wins, it'll be dumping that mayo Hell on me. Yeah. If Tennessee wins, guess who's getting that mayo? <laughs> this man right here is going to get mayo-fied for our Sunday show live, 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 Central. And I can't wait to sit here clean as can be while the Tennessee homers <laughs> dripping in that white goo over there. I can't wait for it. Oh, I'm one and oh, baby. You can't you can't touch me. I'm gold right now. Midas touch. That's what they say. They ask me how many miles are you gonna walk. No, see, yeah. no to you, me. Oh, yeah. there you go. No more miles. We've we've reverted back to dumping food on each other. Uh, oh, well, man. I mean, I, I don't know. It's how, gonna be awesome. I don't man. think we can top this. So uh, it's it's gonna be so great. I mean. I'm looking at this. There's so many potential storylines coming out of this weekend, Mike. Yep. I mean, this may be the one. I mean, we all have those games that you. I joked about Auburn earlier. I mean, if Auburn beats Georgia, could you imagine the 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 the? the I mean, you talk about Tumor's Corner, man. They're going to go down there. They're going to raise hell. People are going to be talking about it to their grandkids about the time they beat knocked off the number one team in the country. Right. So I, this. Games like this, it's going to happen. There is going to be some separation this Saturday. Yep. There's going to be some butt hurt fans. There's maybe, going to be some people that don't log on for a couple of days. Dude, I may be one of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where do you buy that much mayonnaise? You know. <laughs> oh, but brother, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. Everybody's looking like you know exactly where you get mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate all everyone showing up, uh, particularly on the live show that means a lot and all these yeah. great comments so uh man I, and be on the lookout here saturday night power rankings a, after the the last sec game goes final and if there's worthy of a emergency podcast if there's an upset or just anything in general i may hop on uh at any time on saturday so be on the lookout on the youtubes for uh, uh emergency podcast but you got anything else before we hop offline one, one last thing i had a, a gentleman ask about koozies mike asked yes sir about koozies so if you're if you're wondering how you can get an sec koozie it's really simple jump on youtube hit subscribe take a screenshot get on spotify or apple do a five-star review take a screenshot send both of those to that sec podcast at gmail with your team 
more importantly, your address, and then Cousin Mike will take it from there. But that's how you get a koozie. We've seen a lot of these in the games. You know, I, I don't think there's been one koozie at a stadium that's lost. So I'm not saying they're good luck, but damn, pretty good luck. So get you a koozie. It's really simple. It costs you nothing. It takes a few minutes. If you've already got one, steal a phone. Make another one. Get somebody else's phone. We just want those to build that uh, subscription base up on YouTube, and that would mean a lot to us. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you, Shane. I appreciate all the cousins out there. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Hey, buddy. This beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the pirate, and the pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.